This is Chance Skowski. Hi, this is Carson Short. Hi, this is Ben Schmidt, driver of the Gibbsville Cheese 35 Sprint Car. Hey, I'm Blake Eamy. Hi, this is Will Garrett. Hey, this is Bill Baylog. Hey, I'm Steve Post, the Postman with MRN and Wing Nation. Hi, this is Lauren Kelly. And it's lights out, and away we go! Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Box 3 Pod, presented by Professional Plating. Welcome back, everybody. It's another episode of the Box 3 Pod, presented by Professional Plating, Pit Road Apparel, and On Track RC Hobbies. Two new sponsors for the Box 3 Pod. Hey, I bought an RC car. You did buy an RC car. It's sitting on the table right now. Painted black. I need some black tires. <laughs> Um, I need some more grippy tires and bigger ones, even though it's illegal. I'm, I'm going to do it because I just don't care. <laughs> it's toy cars. Uh, they're just toy cars. <laughs> Both uh, Tyler and, well, let's just all introduce ourselves first. So I'm, I'm Lauren. Hello. And I am Will Garretts. Will Garretts is here. I am Noah Billy. Will and Noah are here in person. And via a Discord call, we have... Tyler Tischendorf. Yes. So if Tyler sounds a little bit funky, that's why. Um, but both Tyler and Will have won an RC race. I won by more, just going to throw it out there. But <laughs> no, I, I technically won by four laps as well, but my last two didn't count for some reason. I won by six, though. Yeah, Will, Will won by six. Oh, laps. you won by six? Yeah. yeah. It, oh. was, it was an absolute thrashing. It wasn't for the first part of it. No, I was losing. I did not lead every lap like I did no. in the heat races. You had oh. to you had to run a guy down, but you did, and then I think he had some bad luck or something, and Will just won by six laps. But <laughs> Tish won by four laps, and his Noah's gonna try it out tomorrow. We're all going down to Trackside Raceway, and uh, in Brookfield, Wisconsin, and we're, all, we're gonna have these guys try it out. I've been doing it for a little bit this off season, but Will actually just he came down to quote unquote look around. Um, <laughs> I went down there to buy a car. He always texts me. He's like, oh, I'm just going to come look around for a little bit. I'm like, all right, fine. Yeah, sure. <laughs> he left with like a full meal deal of a, a Team Low Sea Racing buggy. So, and I think it's pretty sweet. I like it a lot. I bought it because it had a front wing too. <laughs> nice. It has two wings. <laughs> it's the closest thing to a sprint car without actually buying an RC sprint car. It's like a sprint car and a Formula One car and a dune buggy. Like they just all kind of like threw in the best parts of them. And this is what it is, but miniature. It's a little baby. Yeah, it's a little baby. A sprint, a sprint car is a doom buggy, anyways. Yeah, yeah, it's true. That's yeah, true. And, and that's a that's a pretty cool doom buggy you got there. <laughs> Thanks. Everybody, Thanks. everybody at every car show you've ever taken your car to. Yes. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we've been having a lot of fun with it this off season. So I think we're gonna do. Hopefully, we all get one for next year, and we can just all do it like a bunch It'd of times. Be- Tish was talking about getting a stadium truck. Yeah. It'd be cool if he got one so we'd have one car in each, like, class. Yeah. Oh, we all just come and just clean house in every class. <laughs> we what? <laughs> um, no, I mean, it, well, we've been having a lot of fun. We went to both Tyler and Will drove my truck at uh, Waldo RC Racing in Waldo, Wisconsin. It's a nice little carpet track they got there. And then... Uh, Will bought this on Tuesday and it was a roller, so we just kind of finished the build and he ripped a couple laps there on the on the clay. Um, so he's going to go race it there tomorrow. And uh, I think Tish, you're bringing down a 
truck as well to race tomorrow? Yeah. I'm going to, going to Nina's, pick up the truck, the battery, and the charger, and um, it's about all I have of that. So if I break something, eh. They got all the spare. They got all the spare parts there. So oh. yeah. So this place, okay. it's not. It's not like Waldo, where there's not a hobby shop or anything. It's like a full fledged hobby shop. So they have every spare part to like everything ever. So oh yeah. But uh, also, it doesn't really matter if I break anything. Correct. So you, I mean, you you still have to buy it, but you know. Well, yeah. <laughs> so, all right. Well, I'm just gonna wrap up our little intro here, and we're gonna get going with the news presented by. Freshman bleeding. Whether it's for motorsports or recreational items, household or manufacturing needs, Professional Plating Incorporated can meet and exceed your expectations for all of your zinc plating, e-coating, and powder coating needs. Located in Brilliant, Wisconsin, Pro Plating is a top shop in the entire USA, running production for the likes of John Deere, Harley-Davidson, and more. When you want the best quality and service, professional plating is where you need to be. Visit them online at www.proplating.com. All right, it is Aggressive Goes Around, where we go around the world of motorsports in search of the hottest topics and the latest news. William, F1 has started again. We've, we've started testing. Oh, I have been tuned in to my select YouTube channels that go all over <laughs> way in depth with like technical analysis of cars. So there's there are some really cool technical stuff this year. The the side pods and the what do you call it? the engine covers are very different from car to car. It's kind of neat. And then Ferrari's got some weird dimple thing on the nose of their car, which is very confusing to me. Right, you probably understand it perfectly, but I don't. I'm an amateur aerodynamicist. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> it's a precision instrument of speed and aeromatics. Aeromatics. <laughs> so, yeah. Will, have you, has anything in F1 testing really caught your eye? and Because you, you kind of hit it on the head last year where Ferrari was really fast, Red Bull was really fast. But Mercedes was, eh. and you hit that on the head last year. So, what what are your what are your predictions for for this season? My predictions are for the whole season, or just what I've seen in testing so far. I mean, what you've seen in testing, but what does that mean for the whole year? You know, as a whole. Sure. Yeah. If um if you could just kind of give your predictions first, I'm gonna just pull up the testing results. Sure. So, I mean, I honestly I think Red Bull goes back to back. Um, they. I know it was only the first day of testing, but they put in the most laps. Max said everything went super, super smooth. It just seems like the car is going to be pretty reliable. There hasn't been any talked about issues, at least. Obviously, we don't know what goes on behind the scenes. But I don't see anybody on Max's level as far as driving goes right now. And if Red Bull gives him even even the second best car, I think Max can still win the title and carry Red Bull basically to a, a constructor's title, obviously. Checo's really good too, but obviously I think Max is going to do the bulk of the work there. Um, so I think Red Bull goes back to back, and Max Verstappen wins the world title. I do think though that Red Bull, Mercedes, and Ferrari will be very, very close. Um, I think I know it's the first day of testing hype, but it really looks like Aston Martin might be on to something. Um, so I think they might be like a fourth, fifth best car somewhere in there, along with McLaren. But you know, who knows? It's just testing. So 
Noah, you got any F1 predictions? I know you don't follow it as closely as I mean some people, but yeah, I seen uh, Alonso in second today. That was neat, even though it's just testing and practice. But uh, I think Red Bull is probably going to repeat. They got a good car, and I mean, why would you change last year what worked until obviously you need to with upgrades and things like that? Mm-hmm. But they had a fast car last year. There's no reason to think they won't have a fast car again this year. Uh, Mercedes is probably going to put their name back in the hat and be in the mix for either wins and podiums every race between Lewis and George. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ferrari, if they don't kick themselves in the foot, <laughs> they probably will at some point. But <laughs> in their pit strategy or just can get their crap together, they could also be competitive. I also think they have the best looking car on the grid this year. Mm. And I hope Alpine does well. I'm a like low key Alpine fan. Besides their livery, it kind of sucks. <laughs> the pink is horrible. Yes, I hate it, it. It's bad. They got that BWT money though. I'd take I take it. I yeah, know, that but is true. <laughs> well, I'm just kind of waiting for them to get their hyper car next year. <laughs> <laughs> um, we'll go with Tish next since Will's pulling up the results. Uh, I think it's going to be honestly kind of a kind of a blah year. Hmm. I don't know. I think it's going to be this same, same. Max is going to win another chip. I'm and there's, I don't know, maybe, um, um, what's his nuts? Pastry is, <laughs> I think. Oscar? Yeah, yes, Oscar Pastry. Oscar pastry. I think, uh, <laughs> um, I think he'll, I think he'll make a, I, I, I'm predicting he'll get a top five. Ooh, but yeah. Oh, I'd also like to point out that I don't like Ocon. I like Gasly. Yeah, yeah. I don't like Espan either. I like Pierre Gasly. Gasly. I also don't. I also don't. I don't like Yuki. Ooh. Why? Strictly, strictly because. Oh no. In every F one race on equal performance, he always is there. What do you mean there? When like I, he's always up front. He's always. Battling somebody for the lead. Oh, on on the game. Yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Have to make him feel. Yeah. Like Yuki Sonoda is very OP on, on the F one game for no like, reason. Like <laughs> Ben. <laughs> All right, Will. Your predictions. So my predictions. Um, I'm looking at it's sector times Ooh. and ideal laps. Oh. Just off of one day of testing. Real um, I do believe. Well, it says over here. That Red Bull has the fastest Sector 1, Sector 2. Um, do you know who has had a fastest Sector 3? Aston Martin? Williams. It was Aston Martin. Oh, yes. And that Sector 3, I mean, it's just that one track, but that Sector 3 put them over to where the ideal lap over the whole lap, Aston Martin, is the fastest after one day of testing. I mean, so, but that's still, I mean, compared to where Aston Martin was that last year, pretty that's a, that's a bad yeah, it's all talk, but Alonso has really talked them up mm-hmm. quite a bit. And so they, they did—they completely changed the car design too, like that, the actual aerodynamics and everything of it. It's completely different. Yeah, they didn't really. Everyone kind of took a little bit of inspiration from the Red Bull of last year, and you could see that after the summer break that they definitely did that too. Mm-hmm. But um, they—the green Red Bull. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, they not everyone went exactly with that. They all find their own different ways. I've um, seen a lot of the Ferrari, like, bathtub-style sidebots, too. Yeah. yeah. What surprised me most this year is actually the downwash 
after the air intake, so like the engine cover afterwards, it used to kind of slope like slowly back towards underneath the, the rear wing. Um, it kind of abruptly ends after like the air box. Yeah. Everything just kind of shuts down and then they make, they gap it with a shark fin, mm -hmm. which is kind of cool. And you can see it like really obviously on the Haas car. Yeah. Um, but other than that, I mean, <laughs> what I think is going to happen, it's going to be a, a very mild shakeup. I think one or two teams will maybe jump up quite a bit. Another couple teams might fall back. Um, I don't really see a Red Bull or Ferrari falling back, mm -hmm. um, but I could see, um, you know, like who, I don't even know who finished like fourth. McLaren. It was Alpine. Was it Alpine? Yeah. I could see Alpine, yeah. some something like Alpine just flopping. Yeah. I could I, I can't really see Williams or Haas just making it up into the midfield. But um, the, the especially only, Williams with the rookie. Um yeah, Logan. Yeah, Logan Sargent. Yeah. I did see an interesting stat that I mean obviously this is comparing to Nicholas Latifi, who <laughs> while he is the GOAT, he's also horrible. Um Albon's lap in the first day of testing was right on pace with Latifi's qualifying lap last year. So that's the car like, got faster. Right. It seems like Williams is they're at least a little bit quicker. I mean they're for sure quicker than they were last year. Um and I think I think Haas will be right around kind of where they were last year. Like that kind of battling for points barely, you know, every race ish. Um I think they'll be better off with Nico Hulkenberg there than Mick Schumacher like I like Mick, but I don't think he was that good. I think Hulkenberg's a lot better. I think he would have kept his job if he wouldn't have had so many crashes. Yeah, for sure. Um, it just cost the team way too much money, and Haas doesn't have that kind of money to throw around. So Yeah, but they're sponsored by Chipotle now. They are sponsored by Chipotle now. That's awesome. That's cool. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, so those are our – so you think Verstappen's going to go back-to-back? -back or I'm a big Verstappen fan, so I'm a little bit biased. Yeah. I like his driving style. He doesn't – he drives with uh, a very loose setup, mm -hmm. um, or that's at least where he's claiming. I don't know how loose a, a Formula One car actually is. <laughs> um, but I, I like that. I like that style of driving. So yeah. hopefully it goes good. Well, uh, let's talk about Daytona. Daytona 500. Ricky Stenhouse Jr. with the dub. Oh, I got excited. It was the wrong Daytona. Oh. Oh, that was cool, too. I'm really happy you were there for that. I was there, and it was awesome. That was cool. Noah was down there for the Daytona 24 hours. Technical analysis by Noah. I was there, and it was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what else is there to say? The finish of the LMP2 was oh. incredible. Oh, it was crazy. And I just, I don't know. It's just crazy. Two years ago, it came down to the kink. Or I guess now it's the Le Mans chicane. Yeah. But between the two Porsches, and this year it came down to literally the line. And That's it's crazy. so cool. It was a struggle. I probably only slept for 20 minutes the whole time. Walked around a lot. And The cool event, though, huh? Very cool. I sat in the stands quite a bit. I feel like I like that more than sitting in the infield just because I can see the whole track. You're very close to convincing me to go with you next year. It's so fun. This <laughs> one big problem, though, is that I had to choose between that and the Chili Bowl. Yeah. And that Chili Bowl week, I was just sad because I, know, I, I was so sad because I know how fun it is. And I just had to like keep telling myself, like, wait two weeks and you'll be in Florida and it'll be all right. It was a lot of fun. But my chiropractor said that that's probably what screwed up 
Well, that and the shootout was probably what screwed but I'm screwed Trying to clean floors for all week. Yeah, yeah for, my, for two oh, weeks. Oh, I bet. My and, feet hurt so much. I did yeah. so much walking. But I think it was actually the shootout because that was – Chili Bowl was fine. I mean, it was like a normal race day almost where you can kind of get there at like 2, 3 p.m., whatever, and then you're you know there till 10, 10.30, whatever it is. But then shootout was there at 7 a.m. to – midnight every day on a concrete floor walking back and forth so that's probably what did it i but would also like to say that the cadillac lmdh is god's greatest gift to enjoy uh, uh, really nice you think it sounds good you should hear it in person going around the high banks honestly is, all the lmdh's sounded pretty good they at all, least the ones they that all I sound heard. really good the acura yeah. sounds amazing for a v6 yeah that's that's really cool also i love that they're still using v8s Big yeah. B eight motor, B eight motor. <laughs> that thing, that thing going around the high banks is just it's awesome. It's just a sound. It's it was totally cool. Night so, racing is so cool. Yeah. Uh, speaking of night racing, Daytona five hundred went into the night a little bit. That was cool. Sure did. Um, but Ricky Stenhouse Jr. kind of pulled out. Dirt guy. That was awesome. Dirt guy. There was I'm dirt guys dirt one, guy. two, three for a while for a for like a lap, and then the yellow, <laughs> yeller came out, and then Larson got I'm, destroyed. He took a hard hit. I'm not. I'm not gonna lie. I kind of like forgot that it was on. And I was like, oh my god! And then so I turned it on, and um, it was right when um, Suarez jumped it at the end there. Mm. Um, so it was just it was, that I heard um, possibly heard Mike. Kyle I heard I heard Mike Joy go and NASCAR overtime. And I was like, ah, perfect. This is the perfect time to start watching NASCAR. Race. That is the perfect time because the Daytona 500 for how cool the finishes are like all, all the time, super speedway racing in general, like the first three hours of the race is horrible. Boring. Okay. So I actually wanted to talk about this. The super, oh the super speedway racing with the next gen car technically is better racing in terms of like lap lead changes, lead and changes and like laps like laps led i enjoyed down. atlanta i thought that was neat yeah i mean atlanta kind of is a super speedway it is now. it's like yeah. a hybrid yeah. Yeah. however <laughs> it's i don't think it's very good racing because it's just two lines of 20 cars each going side by side for three hours it's like oh for the first hour it's like oh wow that's pretty cool after that it's like Oh, this sucks. Yeah. The first like, hour yeah. is like, oh, interesting. You know, like, like, oh, they're so close together going to 100, then it's but like, But none oh. of them jump out of line. There's no passing. There's, like, it's the only reason there's lead changes is because it's too wide all the time. So they just, like, inch ahead at the line, you know? Yep. Like, if it was for the finish, it'd be really cool. But, like, it's not. It's That's the whole race. And it's like, It ugh. looks like it's pace laps at 200 miles an hour. Yeah, literally. And I don't know. It, it's very cookie cutter. Like, I liked pack racing. Like when it's like three, four wide at Talladega or oh, whatever. That, that was, was so cool. cool. Because yeah. literally, literally at any point, somebody could barely touch somebody else and there'd be a massive wreck. Like that was cool. And it was like actually good to know when to go somewhere and when to make a move, blah, blah, blah. A random but, pack of three cars just moving straight up the field. And now it's like when, when you look at them and they try to go three wide even, it's almost too narrow. You know the cars are wider. Yeah, at, at Talladega, it worked, but Daytona is too narrow. Yeah. I think it's like 
what, I think it's like five lanes compared to four or something like that. Yeah. And it, like you'd see every once in a while somebody try to get a third lane going, it but just, nobody would jump up there and then and they'd fall all the way to the back of the two stuff. Well, it's kind of like what happened with Larson at the end of that there, though, where he kind of went to the middle. I don't think I think he screwed up. Well, he said but, he said he had a he had a massive run and didn't know what to do with it. So he just like went where Ricky wasn't because he didn't want to. Oh. He felt like if he hit him, he would have jumped him. So he just went mm-hmm. to the middle hoping that somebody would follow him, and nobody did, and then he just fell back, and that's when uh, Prestrana got turned. But, I mean, he had to let's, he had to do something, you know. Let's talk about that for a second. Travis Pastrana. Yeah, 11. that was actually going to be my, like, this is fantastic at the end, but we can choose a different one for that. But, yeah, 11th in the <laughs> Daytona 500, and he was running into the top 10 at the last restart. And there was no jumps. <laughs> <laughs> No dirt, no jumps. You know what came up on my YouTube recommended recently? What's that, that, Lauren? Was that Colin McRae at X Games where he rolled it coming out of the last corner in the rallycross deal or whatever? When it was just like against the clock. And he rolled it and he just kept his foot in the gas and floored it across the line and, and lost to Pastrana by like a tenth. Mm-hmm. That was, I just, I just made me think of Travis Pastrana. But yeah, he, that was incredible. And I mean, I know it's Daytona and it's a super speedway, but still, I mean, he was there. I mean, he won a know. Gator earlier in the week. Yeah, he did. He won a Gator at Volusia. Like that's that's crazy. Like I, I put that dude in a sprint car. Oh, really? You, you got an open seat? Did you uh, <laughs> call it Travis? Did you, did you see the thing with him and Bowman? I saw it on. Uh, I think it was on Bowman's story where he said that uh, he was too scared to get one, get in one. Oh, uh, I mean. Yeah. Uh, he'll the dude jumped out of a plane with no parachute. Eventually, he'll get there. But yeah, it's a lot. It's, I think it's a lot safer than jumping out of a plane with no parachute. But you know, whatever. Um, is that all we want to talk about with Daytona? Daytona Five Hundred. I think so. Else? There was a few different. There was a few different cars and a few different drivers. I think that could bring us to our uh, silly season topic and the biggest movers in motorsports. Yeah. So, silly season is rampant right now. And even in the sprint car world. We had Chris Windham leave Hayward Motorsports, and he's off to lane racing. Big news right there. That's lane racing fired Cap Henry late last season with only two races left in the All-Star season. That's That was very, very strange to me. That's However, funny. I'm sure that it was, you know, money talks, and NOS has got a lot of money. So... They have their drivers. Yeah. And, you know, they're going to back Chris Wyndham pretty much wherever he goes, I think. So, Lane, the seat opened up at Lane, and Wyndham was like, yep, we're going there. And Noss was like, sure, take all our money, you know. But that's an interesting move because Wyndham, he had an okay season last year. I think towards the end of it, he got a lot better. But it's hard to adjust from non-wing to wing. Tell it to Tyler Courtney. Well, True. I think it's, I mean, going back and forth is difficult, but those will mm-hmm. figure it out. They'll be be, be better because they have more experience and more kinds of cars. The interesting thing. It takes a while to get warmed up. That first wing race that I saw Wyndham at was at Angel Park. I, I don't know if it was a 360 or a 410. It was 410. But this was like a few years ago. Oh, wow. It's like, oh, oof. Let's, let's he, he, got beat by, he, he got beat by Kyle Shewitt. That's tough. <laughs> he's, he's, he's still got out qualified by Tyler Tishner last year at, at Plymouth. He did. So he, did, he, he didn't really improve. <laughs> yeah. 
Well, he did towards the end of the year. I think um, I was listening to an episode of Dirt Tracker Daily. Go check that out. It's a great show. I listen to that every day. It's great. Um, it's block, just block, nice block. thing. It's a great thing. <laughs> it's a great, <laughs> great thing to start the day with. Um, but yeah, he was talking about how from the first like twelve races of the year to the rest of the year, he had like a forty percent increase in top tens mm. or something like that. So he did get he did get better. Um, but you know, it's, he's, I think was a ways off from competing for wins and whether that was just Hayward Motorsports being the issue or, you know, himself, I think we're going to find out because we know the lane car is capable of winning, you know, especially, I mean, Cap won a couple of races last year. He's won races in the past with all-stars. So it's a good car. I think Wyndham's a really good driver. So I think it's going to be an interesting thing to see how that shakes out. The all-star field is kind of taking form. Um, there's still question marks in the air as to what Tyler Courtney and Justin Peck are going to do. Justin Peck is, they've said that they're going to run like, they're going to run like 100 races or something like that. And whether the All-Stars full-time is part of that, I don't know. Um, and Courtney, they have not said one way or the other what they're doing. So I think that, that, that that's interesting. They kind of burned up a couple outside outlaw races if they uh, wanted to go outlaw racing. Yeah, that's true. Um, I don't know but if they would... says that they have to go outlaw racing? Brent Marks figured it out. He made a lot of money last year. He I didn't th- even have a tour. And I think Courtney's kind of sees that because he's for sure, and that team, they're one of the top sprint car teams in the nation, I think. And I think they could go win wherever they wanted to, you know, on, a, on the right night, whether it's with the outlaws, high limit, whatever it is. And with high limit being such a big thing this year, you've got Marks committed to it. There's a bunch of other guys. Buddy Colfoy's committed to it. So, you know, those those guys, I think, are going to be looking at that and thinking, you know, maybe we could – we'll try and run the full all-star deal, but if we miss a few races, whatever, we can go run high limit, you know? I don't know. I think from a – like from a sprint car racer's perspective, like what would you – you know, like if you were in that position, what would you rather do? Would you want to just run whatever you wanted or follow a series? Kind of, I think it depends on how the season is going. Like, so start yeah. following a series and then – yeah, like I think it's very smart for those guys to go down, all of them to go down to Florida. Mm-hmm. All, I guess all of the like the, the top runners to go down to Florida. Um, if it goes good, they go to Outlaws. If it doesn't go great, you just go north a little bit when the All-Stars start. But if that doesn't go any great, if that doesn't go great, you follow High Limit. Tyler, what would you do? Uh, so, me and the... Uh, Financial point that we're in right now, I like running the series because it's just set. We get our our benefits for running full time with them, yada yada yada. But if we had a case like that where we've got like too much money that we don't know what to do with it, yeah, I would love to just run um wherever, like wherever big money is, and do it that way. I think that'd be be more exciting. I think Bill Baylog got it down to a science this year. I think he's going to run a lot of IRA stuff. I don't know how much, but he's he's going to hit like seventy percent and win the chip. No, no, I don't think so. <laughs> I was just talking about this with Noah earlier, actually, because yeah. the IRA is like sixty five percent or not uh, not tell many show up points. So if you miss yeah. if you miss one race, you're out like a hundred points to the next guy. So if you like, if Baylog misses 40 percent of the year, he's there's absolute there's now no mathematical chance he's going to win the championship because there's going to be seven, eight, nine guys that hit every single race. Um, but 
I think he's got it down because he can run. He can go run IRA. He knows he's got a good shot of winning those races. And <laughs> and, uh, and then he can go run like high limit in Illinois. He could go run, you know, the all-star shows in Illinois, Iowa, Indiana, wherever he wants. And then he can just, he could just win, you know, he's going to win a lot of races this year. And I think that's what he wants to get back to doing because he, you know, obviously he wants some all-star races, but they were kind of few and far between. So I think he's going to get back to winning ways this year. And I think that does a lot for confidence, but, um, yeah, I don't know. I think it's going to be kind of interesting to see what those like question mark teams do. Um, all the outlaw teams are back though uh, from last year, so I think that's that's also a little bit interesting. Um, there was a lot of talk if uh, Sheldon was going to go all star racing or whatever, but he's going back full time outlaw. Craig Kinzer held out for a little while, but I guess he he signed up like at Volusia <laughs> to go outlaw well, racing. He was also um, he's at the all star show that mid- midweek stuff. It, I found that oh, yeah. weird. Kind of weird. Where at East Bay? Or yeah, I think so. It was at East Bay. Yeah, I, it was at like, East Bay show. I don't know. Do those? Oh, they might count. Yeah, they absolutely do yeah, count. They do count. So that is interesting. But you know, he could be like a gold membership or something like that too. Like um, how Jason Sides did it last year with Robbie Price. Well, they didn't. They didn't hit every Outlaw show. They just did like the whatever forty, fifty races they had to do for the gold membership. But. Um, yeah, I don't know. It'll be interesting. Robbie Price is full-time this year. He's going for the Kevin Goldberg Rookie of the Year Award. Um, so that'll be kind of interesting, along with Gio Selzy. I think that's a long time coming for Selzy to go full-time with them. I mean, how many how many outlaw races did he run last year? Like, all but <laughs> most all of them. But just enough not to count as full-time. <laughs> I think he was top 10 in points for, like, the first three quarters of the year. Like, I don't know. That's kind of interesting. But, yeah, that's the kind of the silly season stuff. Uh, well, I guess I, there's one more. Um, or Tyler, did you have something? I did, yeah. I've also blown away that Bill Rose is running another full-time season <laughs> without loss. I think the benefits are just there, man. If you, if you can afford all, to do it. If you make all the races, why not? Yeah. Yeah. And I think, you know, for the past couple of years, he – or there's one year he missed a bunch, but then he got like – what was it? The What is the word? Something points. Like, he pretty much got show up points for like, not his fault that he can't show up. Right. Yeah. So I think it. Oh was, really? Yeah. It was something like that where he just got points even though he wasn't there, but it was because he paid for the platinum membership, so he got that. So I was like, why would you not? Was it extenuating circumstances? Something like that. Yeah. Because um, like, I know James McFadden got the same thing when he was stuck in Australia or whatever because of COVID. Oh yeah. Yeah. So. I think that happened a couple years ago, but then last year he was at pretty much every race. So, I mean, it's like, you know, why would you not, you know? And, like, it makes sense. It's the same thing with moving up to, like, IRA. If you can afford to do it, do it, you know, whether you're going to be mm-hmm. whether you're gonna be dead last or winning races. Like, the, the benefits are there to do it. Um, however, there's one, there's one big question mark in the local scene for the silly season stuff. What the hell is Jake Blackhurst doing this year? Tyler, you're like best buddies with him. <laughs> what, what, um, actually, actually, ironically, you say that like as a joke, and I just talked to him the other day because um, I I slid up on one of his stories and you know, on Snap, and it said um, um, it's about that time of year again, and it was like six years ago from a from a memory, and oh. I'm like, huh, okay, well, is a text from like 
it's like the six years ago part. Oh, yeah. Or or, or, the, or where he said, um, it's about that time of year again. Like, is that from now or is that from six years ago? So I asked and I said, and that's what I asked. And he said, well, that was from six years ago. So I said, oh, well, does that imply that you're, that you're, um, you're putting something together? He says, um, I wish I could go back and see it. Uh, but he basically implied that no, but. Mm. So there were, there were some speculation that there, he's going to put the family car back together again, which I would love to see that happen. I think everybody would, um, because a, a driver like Jake Blackhurst, I don't think should be sitting on the sidelines for a year, but, um, I don't know. What are your guys, what should he do? Like if you were in his shoes, you know, they've got, I don't know if they still have that car though. That's the thing. I, I, from what I know, they sold everything. Like okay. they sold everything. So they would have to start from scratch. I, I, I think for the most part, I, I don't quote me that they sold everything. That's just what I've heard. Right. But, um, yeah, from my understanding, they would have to like damn near basically start from scratch. Well, then maybe he is going to be off this year. But I don't know. I had somebody tell me today, well, he's putting the family car back together. I was like, I haven't seen anything. Was that by chance uh, an IRA official with a mustache? <laughs> no. It was an IRA wingless driver that spins out a lot. Oh. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't know. There's, there's plenty of IRA regulars, though. I think we're up to 16 or 17 total for actual people that are committing to a full – schedule and then there's a bunch of part-time people too that are going to be you know coming on and um even guys coming back like mike ranke coming back to the hood car that's cool um so i don't know there's the ira title fight's going to be ridiculous and that brings us into the next thing here what are your ira predictions for 2023 we'll start with will do you want my actual predictions or (laughs) my bold predictions your actual predictions okay um, I'd say that um, Danny Schlafer wins the IRA championship. Um, I'm, I like my 360 guys, and he came from <laughs> 360s, raced with him for many years, and uh, he's going to win it all, so you heard it here first. There you go. Noah? Uh, I think he also has a very, very good shot at winning. He came on strong last year. and But, I mean, Goldsberry, he won last year. Is no reason to think he won't be fast again. Yeah, I, I that's the funny thing. We put out this poll on Facebook and stuff about you know who what people think are gonna or who people think are gonna win the championship, and not a lot of people pick Jordan. And I don't know if they just don't think he's coming back full time or he is. I mean, I'm telling he he's coming back. He said he's gonna defend it, so um, he's definitely a really solid pick for the title. Um, Tyler, your picks. I'm gonna say Mr. Drake Newman is gonna win the chip. So I, this is funny because I'm looking at all the predictions that you guys sent me, and they're all different. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you've changed your mind in the past week. <laughs> yes. All right. Fair enough. That's right. I never got to it. I was busy at Daytona, and then I go. That's okay. <laughs> um, so, what are your reasonings behind that, Tyler? Um. So I think that he had like an actual good shot at it last year. Um. Until what did he have to miss? He had to miss. Dodge. Oh, it was just the one. Okay, but that that was enough to screw him out of yeah, any yeah. chances for it. And yeah. I, I think honestly, I think like at the start of the year, like he was 
I, I think he just had to adjust a little bit to IRA compared to MOA and running Jacksonville every week pretty much. Yeah. So I really think that I really think that um he has a lot better better grasp on it and I think I think he'll win. Yeah. I I think he, he's got a really good shot. Honestly, I think the top five in IRA points is pretty much a toss up. You know, you got Schlafer, Newman, Goldsberry, Schuett. Mm-hmm. And uh, Scotty Neitzel. I mean, Scotty Neitzel's going to be there. You know, if he if he runs the whole year, he'll be right up there. Um, my pick's Danny Schlafer. I, I agree with you, Will. Like, he, he came so close last year, and I think he just keeps getting better and better and better in the 410. He had so many wins last year, so I think that's good. Two or three bad races. Yeah. And I mean, just consecutively, and it just. That's all it was. Um, and Trevor's not here, but he picked uh, Danny Schlafer as well to win. Um, the fans on Facebook and Twitter combined their votes. They also picked Danny Schlafer to win the IRA title. There are a lot of votes for Jake Newman. There are some votes for Scotty Knight. So there are some votes for Jeremy Schultz. He could have a good comeback here. Um, there were some votes for Goldsberry, and uh, there were some votes for Kyle Schuett. So <laughs> there were. So no, no <laughs> pressure, Danny, if you're listening to yeah. this. <laughs> but I think a couple of us picked him last year, too. So, I mean, and he ended up being a threat. So that's pretty cool. Um, but, yeah, I think we're going to move on here now. I don't know if I – do I have any other – news stuff to go over all right well we're gonna wrap up the new segment here and get into slide job on track rc hobbies is your one-stop shop for the remote control enthusiast looking to get into a fun new hobby or searching for the best in rc racing on track rc hobbies in sheboygan falls wisconsin has you covered the shop has the best brands like Traxxas, Arma, Losi, and even the hottest new race kits from Team Associated, plus upgrade parts for all kinds of models, batteries, transmitters, and more. Be sure to check out their extensive stock of used RC cars and parts as well while you're there. Stop by the shop at 805 Monroe Street in Sheboygan Falls, Wisconsin, and be sure to tell them that the Box 3 Pod sent you. And here comes Larson. Larson to the bottom of the track. Slide job. Trying to take the lead away. Slide job. All right, it's time for slide job. Slide job. There it is. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So my pick for move of the week, I don't know what your guys are, but my pick is the Ricky Stenhouse Jr. Shake and Bake. With Kyle Larson. Did you guys see that edit on Twitter? That uh, yes, I love it. <laughs> that was cool. Um, but yeah, I mean, he literally did the shake and bake from Talladega Nights thing with Kyle Larson to get the lead at Daytona. I thought that was that was pretty freaking neat. So, I uh, don't you guys got any other moves of the week? So, this oh, isn't really, it isn't my- really like on track related. Okay. Um, I just, I just, I just like the fact that, um, Ricky walked into um, Waffle House with his with his full ass trophy, and they go, "Do we have a winner?" <laughs> yes, ma- yes, ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> that was a that was a big move. My move of the week actually happened one hour ago. Um, oh, we have a we have a boys <laughs> Xfinity league. Uh, 
Mr. Tyler Tischendorf qualified on pole in a NASCAR Xfinity car uh, at Road America, and I, I kind of messed up my lap. I kind of thought I was going to win it, but I just kind of waited for Tish to make a mistake, and I took the lead in at Canada Corner, so I just that, that's my move of the week. I mean, he was either going to make a mistake or just junk his tires. and Right. No, I kept my tires under me pretty well. Apparently not well enough to win. Well, no, because I... <laughs> Made one mistake and then lost everything. How much did you win by, Will? I think eight seconds. Oh, that's not too bad. That's not bad at Road America at all. How many laps was the race? 20. 20. Oh, yeah, that's good. That's no, I, I I very much held my own. I thought he did good. Yeah. Kyle wasn't that good, huh? Usually he rips in them cars. He wasn't feeling it today. Hmm. Unfortunate. I do have a possible move of the week. Ooh. The uh, the Chonky Boy, the BMW M8, could return to Le Mans this year. Oh! With a uh, walking horse invite. Now, is that a GT3 or a... It's a GT3 car, right? It'd be a GT3. It'd probably have to be a GT, uh, detuned GT the LM. That's fine. Actually, no, it wouldn't be. There you got the pro sticker on, so... Wow. It'd be ready to, ready to rip. This will be the last year that it'd be eligible. Oh, so GTLM or GTE so is it was done just, after this year? And then it's going to be... I feel like they've... I think they've said, like... Have they said, like, this is the last year they've ran, like, the last three years, I feel like? Um, They just keep switching the name of it in, like, very small parts of the regs, I think. That's sports car racing for you. I also said that wrong. Pro is... Pro was, like, the GTLM of IMSA. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I did that. I mistaked the new GTD Pro in IMSA. For being the lower class. So why is G? Why are the, so? You might be able to answer this for me. Actually, why are the GTD cars, or why are the GTD? Yeah, why are the GTD teams faster than the GTD Pro teams? Uh, it's it's all the same car. There's no difference between other aren't than drivers. The pro, aren't the pro drivers supposed to be better? It's like driving yes. rate. So, oh, yes, it's, the, it's, it's the FIA it's rating? It's all dependent on driver rating. Oh, that's just stupid. I so, guess some dentist can drive, man. <laughs> yeah, it is literally entirely dependent on your driver rating. Oh, that's so dumb. Now, I understand. So, Sean was he, he was angry about that when he left, wasn't he? Wasn't that, like, one of the main reasons? There is, so. yeah. there is a lot of debate about driver rating. Oh, that's so dumb. They should get rid of it. They should get rid of it. But I don't know. That's that's yeah, weird. Uh, when I was at Daytona, I actually got to hear like the head of IMSA speak, and he said something about driver ratings and how it screwed a couple drivers. And so they're aware of it. Yeah, they. Yeah. He he said he didn't like it, but it was they, someone else that. Was right. Going they, I feel like they probably don't have a choice because it's an FIA thing. What are you doing? <laughs> making Fruit Loops. <laughs> what you're from scratch? Loops? Yeah. I'm a cook. <laughs> Let it cook. <laughs> Jesus well, it Christ! It is entirely dependent on driver ratings. I hate that. I don't know why I hate that. I mean, I, I get it though, because like if you got a guy that's like a whatever gold driver rating or whatever, and somebody who's just a dentist, you know, you can't expect them to keep compete. Be a bronze rated driver, but yeah. uh, Lauren, I have an idea for you to really rile up fan, rile up Wisconsin race fans because I know you're really good at that. Um, <laughs> make driver I, make driver ratings for Wisconsin <laughs> race car drivers. <laughs> Super license, gold, silver, bronze. But uh, oh, I'm gonna do it. Ben Keating, 
But he, yeah. he's like a bronze-rated driver, and he is, he's a bronze. He's won everything. Yeah, he? I know. He kicks ass. What the? And he's still he's only a bronze-rated driver. Does he race? Does he race LMP two or LMP three or something like that? Yeah, uh, yeah, he raced LMP two, and he's now racing this year with Corvette Racing in the WEC, along with Nicky Katzberg, which is an underrated oh, yeah. move. Yeah, that's, that's Katzberg a good move. can drive. That's a good move. More of a dog fan than a cat fan. <laughs> Thank All you, right. Will. On that note, <laughs> we're going to move on to our final segment of the show. Looking for a high-quality merchandise designer and printing service while still supporting a local business? Pit Road Apparel has you covered. Logo design, t-shirts, hats, hoodies, koozies, and more. Pit Road Apparel is here to meet all of your design and printing needs. Working with the likes of Keith Koontz Motorsports, Ty Majeski, Dazen Pursley, and more, Pit Road Apparel works with teams and businesses of all kinds to keep them looking professional and their merchandise stores stocked all year long. Visit them on Facebook or send an email to pitroadapparel at gmail.com to place an order. here with this is fantastic where each of us recognizes one amazing individual performance or accomplishment from the past week mine was going to be well it is, it is travis pastrano finishes 11th in the daytona 500 i think that's incredible incredible absolutely incredible unbelievable all right will do you have an amazing accomplishment from the past week it's not from the past week from the past month though mm. uh, apparently max verstappen is putting a sim rig, sim rig in his private jet. <laughs> Fantastic move. <laughs> That's a big dub. That is <laughs> an, an extremely common Max Verstappen W. Will's so <laughs> extra. This is it's gonna be a horrible final segment because Will's just, it just you're just gonna hear munch, crunch, 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 Alright, Tyler, do you have an amazing accomplishment from the past week? You know, I don't besides, probably besides, um, um, Ricky, Ricky Stanley. Yeah. Did you guys hear it? Did you guys hear Mike Joy call him Ricky spin twice? (laughs) I did. That was so like, it's not even the correct nickname. It was was so correct. (laughs) It was very bad. It's not even the right, like fake nickname. Ricky spin house. It's not Ricky spin twice. God, post-2015 Mike Joy is just not it. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's just not it. They took the horsepower away from the V8 motors, and Mike Joy just went downhill with them. Yeah, he's just lost interest. I do like Mike Joy, though. I like Mike Joy as well. He's he's the GOAT. Noah, do you have an amazing accomplishment? Amazing accomplishment. Uh, I'm just a big endurance fan, so I'm going to go with Acura being quickest in test, uh, testing at Sebring. Oh, speaking of endurance racing, Garage 56, anybody? That's, yes. The that Le thing looks sick. Love that it. Car. I've seen it in person, not with the new livery, but uh, it is very cool. It's the same car, right? I guess it put Pretty down much. laps like equivalent to uh, GT. The GTD Corvette, yeah. So GT I don't... Le Mans. No, not the Le Mans. Yes, they said it was equivalent to I GT. I did not hear the Le Mans. That would be crazy. I mean, ain't no the, way. Yeah. I know they video it in a way to make it look fast, but it looks like it rips. Like, I mean, obviously, Jensen it, Button said, like, it does rip. 
like how does this thing so fast but have so little grip? <laughs> I think he said something like I that. I want to know what the horsepower numbers on it. They, I have. Not it's the same the motor that's in the current hundred horsepower more. Is it really? Yeah, it's like oh. seven seventy or something like that. Yeah, but these motors are possible for nine hundred. Yeah, that's a big B eight motor. As a big boy, right, Tyler? Oh no, wait! I already asked you, Tyler. Not me. Yeah. All right. Well, I think that's about it. You guys have anything else you want to get off your chest? This is a quick little episode. That's fine. I like quick ones. I like a, quick, I like a quickie as well. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, that's, uh... Anywho, I hope, <laughs> I hope they give Porsche a massive power boost. Their GT3 car, that is. Oh, God. Being... I, I actually meant to talk about that in the news. They, they were horrible. They were three seconds off the pace. And somehow, someway... Fast Porsche, give them credit. They were the only ones to stay on the lead lap. Which, which is, is incredible. incredible. They were three seconds. A lap. Every single lap. Over 24 hours. That should be like 20 laps off the pace. It was it was absolutely ridiculous how slow they were. And for the fact that IMSA to do nothing about it before the race. That's, after yeah, being that's bad. obviously so slow. Is it, just the, is it just the power that they regulate? Or is there like arrow and... Like can they add dive planes and stuff like that? Or Probably. I mean, I'm guessing it's all just... Engine wise, you know, because the Porsches have never been that slow. No, I'm it was coming out with the new car, Ferrari was slow, Porsche was slow, yeah, BMW was the new cars, BMW was also slow, but they weren't there. Uh, their reliability wasn't there with their LMDH car either, but they didn't have the least amount of time. There was one car in the lead lap for a while, Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I don't know. I mean. I, I just love it when the GT cars are all so equal. And usually IMSA does a good job. Usually they're very close. But then, like, when you can get Porsche, Ferrari, BMW, um, even when when they had the Acura NSX, the Lexus. They and then, one out there, finished fourth. And, and the, the Lamborghini. And they're, like, I, I remember at Road America when they had all those cars and they were all, like, right together. And, like, it was literally manu- di- different manufacturer, different manufacturer, different manufacturer. Yeah. Like, the whole top ten was all different cars. Like, that's awesome. That's what endurance racing should be. GTD Pro, I believe, was – I know it was Mercedes in the lead. Corvette second. Aston Martin third. Then I think the NSX was fourth. That's cool. I mean, that's awesome. That, that to me, that's what endurance racing is all about. But That's what I love to see. Just yeah. the mixture of cars and the difference. Uh, LMP3 cars got a lot of hate, but they sound amazing in person. Get these dentists out of here. <laughs> Bozos. <laughs> <laughs> Another LMP3 moment. But uh, Tyler, we're very close to being a month out from the IRA opener at 34 Raceway. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> I can tell yeah, you he hasn't, I... he hasn't really thought about it before. <laughs> yeah, no, it hasn't. <laughs> Set in yet? Yeah, no. <laughs> I think we got we got a uh, uh, primary car is like like with like nineties eight percent complete. It just has just has no motor right now. Um, the backup car has a ways to go, but that's fine. Actually, no, that's why. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what's happening. But no, we're, gonna, we're doing, uh, I think we're doing pretty good for the time of year. Normally we're going like, oh shit, we got to put stuff together. Right. You got your, you got your ducks in a row. Our ducks are in a row. Um, just need to get stickers on things and we'll be good to go. Yeah. And a motor. 
It sounds like Kyle's ducks are really in a row. He's already talking about going to test places and stuff. That's weird. Oh, I know. That's unbelievable. He's got, he's, he's, he said he's firing his cars off tomorrow. Oh, jeez. What a guy. He's out there. He, so is it is it just me or is every time that, like, one of us calls him or texts him or whatever, he's in his shop? Besides, like, when he's he, working, obviously. but he, he puts a lot of hours in. Yeah. He lives in there. He does. I mean, it is, like, his house. But. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> wow. All right. That's all I got to say. Hey, y'all, y'all got anything else? Nothing? You're just... Nah, I'm done. I'm ready for bed. I was eating Fruit Loops. <laughs> just chilling. <laughs> all right. Thank you all for tuning in, and we'll talk to you next time. Bye.